low, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists, say goodbye to the lies The fakeness and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q&AF That's where I take your questions and I give you the uh, Andy Frisella answer, which is uh, unique to say the least. Basically, my goal here is to help you become the best possible version of yourself in every way possible by teaching you the truth about how to win, not the fluffiness, not the bullshit. Uh, you guys know what I'm about. Then sometimes if uh, you tune in, we might have CTI and that's cruise the internet. And that is where we uh, dissect the headlines of today and talk about how insane they are and what the problem really is and then how to solve it on a macro level. And then Q&AF is kind of how to solve it on a micro level because the reality is the big problems only get solved when the, when the small problems get solved first. And the small problems are always with ourselves. It relies in the individual. Then we have Real Talk, which is a short, energetic burst of, uh, you might like to call it a rant. I don't call it a rant. I call it a... Uh, dose of reality. And then we have full length and full length is where I bring on my successful, interesting kick-ass friends with shit to say. And we listen, we have conversation. And then we talk about how they did all the amazing stuff they did because we want to show you that you can do the same kind of things because you can. All right. So that's the show. I have to preface this show. Understand something right now before you even go any further with any of my content. I am here for the winners. I am not here for the fucking losers. I am here for people that want to win. I am here for people that want to dominate. I am here for the people that want to be great. I am here for the people who want to set the bar for every single other person in their lives, which is a noble thing. Okay. So if you want to criticize how I deliver the content, or if you want to criticize what I have to say, turn the channel because it probably means you ain't ready for it, all right? So let's just solve that right away. Like right now, if you're thinking, like, oh, I don't like this guy says motherfucker, turn the fucking channel, motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> all right, for real, dude. Like, shit. yeah, like, like, dude, I get tired of these people trying to come at me. It's like, bro, cool that you feel that way, but that doesn't affect how I'm going to do it. I've been doing it my way my whole life, and guess what? My way fucking works out here in, in my little world. It's facts over feelings. It man. is. That's it. And, um, you know, a lot of people feel like they're entitled, like, to for their opinion or viewpoint to matter to me. Bro, I don't even fucking know you. Like, my fucking lunch is more important to me than you. Understand that. Yeah. I'm doing a service here. All right? I'm sharing what I know so that the people that resonate with it can win as well. That's, all I'm, that's all I'm about. And, like, I'm not trying to please you. I'm not trying to earn your shit. I don't fucking care. So either listen and apply or listen and laugh or don't listen and sayonara. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So we have a fee for the show, though, if you do decide to stick right, around, right. Um, which many of you do. And the fee is very simple. Share the show. All right. We put a lot of time and money and energy into the show. And we don't ask for much in return other than just a share. Like when you think the content's good, when you think it's a message that needs to be heard, please share it. That's all we ask. All right. So. 
Q&AF. Q&AF, yeah, man. You got some good ones for me? I got I got three good ones for you. All right. yeah. <laughs> and guys, remember, these are your questions. So uh, email those questions that you guys have. Email those questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. And, uh, they could be about anything. Yeah. Yeah, life, business, you know, all that stuff. All right. That was great dialogue there, bro. Uh, let's just go ahead and get started. How about that? Yeah. All question that, number one, Andy. All, all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. You know, all that shit. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Andy, question number one. Uh, you've said many times that being an entrepreneur is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But despite how hard it gets, you keep going. So there's obviously things about it that you love. What's some of your favorite aspects of being an entrepreneur? And ultimately, are those the things that you focus on when you know you need to keep it moving? You answer the question in your question. I like the hard. I like the test. I like the battle. I like the idea of coming up with an idea and seeing if I can do it or not. I like coming up with a game plan and then empowering a team to go execute and then watch their faces when they do some great shit. It's all worth it. Like, don't make any mistake whatsoever. 7% of the population is entrepreneurs and 1% of the 7% make over a million bucks a year. Okay, that's that's where it goes. So I look at it um, as a test. Okay, I'm a competitive person. I enjoy testing myself. I enjoy the difficult things. I enjoy showing myself and proving to myself that I'm not like everybody else and not everybody's wired that way. A lot of people run a business and they're just wanting to make some money to live a decent life. And that's okay too. That's okay too. But you have to understand that when you operate in that regard where you're just trying to get by, you are going to struggle tremendously because that's where most people go. Like, I don't need, like they say shit like this. I don't need all that shit you have, Andy. You know, I just want to make, you know, I want to make a couple hundred grand and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Take my to the lake on the weekend. Yeah, bro. And that's great. That's noble. But it's much easier to do that when you're making fucking uh, a couple hundred million. (laughs) All right. So, like, my opinion is the bigger the goal, uh, the more purpose you can you can build around your life, uh, the more satisfaction that you can have because you never run out of a a mission. Mm -hmm. Right. A lot of people set these real small missions and then they get there and, you know. They get there relatively quick. You know, uh, a guy who's 30 years old who started when he was 20, he's got a nice house at the lake, maybe. Maybe he's got a boat, maybe. But but the point is, is that he's not trying to get past that. And the mm-hmm. problem with that is, is when you take your eye off the ball and you stop trying to get better, uh, new people come along, new businesses come along, new technologies come along, new methods come along, and eventually you find yourself not making it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so my personal take on what I enjoy about entrepreneurship um, and what keeps me going is uh, really everything about it, Mm. okay? I love that it's hard. I love that the employees uh, that I get to work with, which are number in the thousands, um, I love teaching them. I love showing them how to win. I love seeing them win. Uh, I love seeing the people that our customers or our business change their lives. Mm -hmm. I love providing a service and and helping people uh, you know, rediscover their confidence or their, their self-esteem or their, their, their things that they never knew that they could even do. There's nothing that I would rather have than that. And it's not about money. Okay. It was only about money the first 10 years when I didn't have any. Right. Once I started getting a little money, I'm like, oh, this is cool. But this other shit is way cooler. 
And so, you know, um, maybe switch your perspective about what, why it is you're actually in business. You know, you're not in business to take care of you. You're in business to solve problems. You're in business to empower people. You're in business to teach regular people who will come work for you, who want to contribute, how to build a great life and a great career and, and, and help them achieve their dreams. And, and being an effective uh, entrepreneur, I really think is more about service than it is about like anything else. I think it's about, you know, being a leader um, and a leader in the sense of not kicking your feet up on the desk and being like, hey, you motherfuckers do what I say. But being a leader like, hey, man, what can I help you with? How can I help you get better? What can I do for you? Read this book. Do this thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, the, the, I, I was in the gym earlier and there's fucking 100 people in the gym, uh, a quarter of the people in this building doing the fucking Murph workout. You know, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, dude, I work with the toughest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah. Like, lo- no bullshit. Yeah, like, if yeah. you guys, if the shit goes down, you come here, you're going to get, you're going to get dealt. <laughs> All right. That's the truth. Um, but like, you know, we got, we got men, women, people from all different backgrounds in there fucking cheering each other. Bro, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, there's nothing better than this. There's no vacation better than this. There's no fucking, you know, going to Tuscany and living on a fucking farm might be cool for a week. There's no substitute for what you really get when you pour yourself into being a servant entrepreneur. It's 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 the best of everything. And, you know, you make some money and get to do some cool shit for yourself, too. It's cool. As a byproduct. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. A, that's what it is. It's a yeah. byproduct. Yeah. It's a byproduct of all the other things that you do. And, yeah. you know, the perspective switch um, usually happens for people, right? When they start business, they think about themselves because, dude, they don't have a way to survive and they're scared and they're nervous. But if you can let go of that as quickly as possible and start to see yourself as a, a, a leader of service, someone who makes people better, someone who teaches people how to win, someone who provides true value to the customer base, makes their lives better. If your company doesn't make people's lives better, it shouldn't exist. So right. Um, how, how important do you say the intention is in that like anchoring that passion, right? Like, have you seen the the companies that like pretend to give a fuck and pretend well, to have that that passion? And yeah, and, yeah, for sure, dude. And I think I think you know, there's you a know big, it's not genuine. Yes, because you know like, dude, when I go around and and teach and speak, you know, one of the questions that I get pretty often is, how do I get people to think that I care? And that that question itself is the wrong question because you're not trying to get people to think that you care. You're actually trying to care, right? So there's a there's a difference there, right? There's a difference of, of intent and, and the intent does matter. People can sense it. And even if your intent, by the way, because my intent is so much geared towards that. And I'm also a fiery person. Sometimes people think it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes think like, Oh, he's just saying that. But like, dude, if you come here, you're around me or you're around the companies, there's a reason why anybody that comes around me, they're like, no, that dude is the real fucking deal. Right. Cause I do believe that shit and I will help anybody even if they're my competitor and proof because I feel like it, I, I truly am secure in my own ability to, to, to execute. I'm a, I'm very secure with my team's ability to execute. And if someone I help ends up doing something, taking what I did and better, that means I fucking learned something new. That put another tool in my belt. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And bro, I'm not the smartest dude. You know, I, I, the reason I, the reason I am the way I am guys is not because I'm fucking smart. It's because I have to give that much effort. I have to attack with that much energy and that much passion, that much intensity. 
And I have to be diligent in everything that I do because if I don't, I'm not good enough to win any other way. Mm. Right? So it's the opposite of a big ego. It's a, it's a, I'm, I fucking am very aware of my true self. My true self ain't that good. I have to fucking be very disciplined to produce the quality of, of product, meaning companies, employees, actual product, et cetera. I have to be very disciplined about that because my, my natural skill set is not that strong. Would you say that's most people, though? Yeah, I think that's everybody. Yeah. But I think a lot of people end up, you know, I think there's people who are super gifted. You know what I'm saying? But also, like, being in the game for 20 years is going to make anybody look like they're super gifted. Right. Right? Like, you right. watch a guitar player that play for 20 fucking years, you're going to look at the guy not ever picking up a guitar. You say, man, look at that guy's fucking gift. But what you didn't see was the four hours of fucking practice that he did for the first five years he played. And then the 30 minutes a day he put in minimum for the last 15 fucking years. You don't see it. So like people think it's magical, you know, like my old guitar teacher um, who was an amazing teacher. Uh, dude, I could I've never met anybody musically like this dude. Uh, and I know there's a lot of you out there, but I've never met. I never saw it up close. Personally. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And where, you know, we didn't, uh, he comes from like a jazz blues world. I like the blues. I don't like jazz too much. Um, but like, you know, he didn't know any country songs. And that's where I started to want to learn guitar was playing country songs. And, you know, I'd play him a song like one time. Motherfucker would play it back. Like note for note oh, for shit, note. Yeah. yeah. Like with one one fucking track, one listen at the track. I never seen anything like that before. And I said to him, I'm like, bro, that's incredible. That's incredible. Like, how the fuck do you, like, how? Yeah. And he's like, bro, I'm 52 years old. I've been doing this my whole life since I was seven. Right. I do it every single day. I've done it every single day. If you did this every single day since you were seven, you'd be doing the same shit. And that's the same way I look at it with business, mm. right? Like I look at the young, the young people in business right now, these people who are two, three, four years into their shit, maybe they're 10 years into their shit. And, and they, you know, they graciously, you know, act as if I have some sort of gift when in reality, dude, I just have the reps. Mm. That's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I do the show. That's the whole reason I did the MFCEO projects. The whole reason I do these kind of shows is because I want people to understand that with time and with dedication and with consistency, of the proper technique, you can become great at literally anything, you know, and, and that's true. It's just people, people have a hard time adhering to the process of day after day after day after day, especially when it gets monotonous and it's not cool anymore. Mm. Right. And that's why I always say you got to master the monotonous to be great. Yeah. So that's fucking real, man. That's real. Well, guys, let's go on to question number two for Andy. Andy, question number two. What's more important? innovation or integrity so the context is my integrity my, my great grandfather opened a family-owned grocery store and pharmacy in 1902 i'm soon going to be taking over a fourth generation family business and i want to take this business to the next level by adding new services product lines and potentially even expanding locations i but i still want to maintain the loyalty and commitment our customers have had to us so how do i how do i move through the innovation Versus the integrity of, of what's already here. How is making things better going to ruin the loyalty of your customers? Hmm. See, what that person is really asking is this. If I do things easier and I automate things and I bring in technology and I remove the human element, 
and I remove all the things that made this place special and we do more business, that's what he's asking. Mm -hmm. Okay. And to answer your question, um, you need both. Okay. You need to, most people utilize technology and innovation the wrong way. Most people rely on it. They make their whole business that, and it removes the personal element that has made, you know, that people want. People do want that. And, and the more people, the more people push on technology, the more demand there is for human elements. So this is a very, you know, you want to walk this line. You want to walk the line of automating what you can without diluting the customer experience in any way. Okay. So what that person is asking, and I don't know them, but what they're asking is how do how can I throw away all my grandpa's old shit and do all, <laughs> let me tell you something, bro. I bet your grandpa knew a few fucking things. Yeah. And I bet you, if you remove all the shit that he fucking knew, you're going to learn that he knew what the fuck he was talking about. Okay. So what I would do and how I would look at this is how can I blend in maybe some things that streamline things a little bit m- more smoothly uh, without losing the magic that we have of a family owned business. And that's how it should be thought about. And then, you know, you walk that line, um, without, you know, turning into every grocery store in the world here, where there's no checkers, there's no people to help there. Everything's fucking automated, blah, 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 blah. People don't like that shit. You know, whatever business did they say, what business they were in. It's just uh, it's a family owned grocery store and pharmacy. Okay. I thought he said grocery store. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, like th- there, there's a way to do both and, and it has nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with integrity. Um, integrity, you know, what what you're asking here, what this person's asking is, how do I build the business and grow the business without losing the family tradition that we had? The culture, if you will. Yeah. yeah, and that's very simple, dude. It's it's you know, you, ha- you first of all, don't listen to these uh, these technology consultants because I've dealt with a lot of them, and they'll come in and they'll say, hey, you 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 could just get rid of all these people and do this and this and this. There's this POS. Well, bro, that's very yeah. anti-American. Okay. Um, I don't agree with those kind of things. It's like the robots that go in the, you see the, the stores, the supermarkets. I don't now, go they in got the store. The, the, well, they, they got fucking robots that go through and will like make sure everything's fucking still stocked and shit. Like a dude is weird. Right now? Right now. Like today? Today. Like it's if weird. I go down to Deerberg's, they got the shit. I don't think. Well, Deerberg's is family owned, so they probably yeah, don't. I don't think Deerberg's have it. I think Schnooks. Yeah, Schnooks has it? Yeah. Well, they're both family owned, but I bet yeah. you, I bet you the schnooks aren't going to go all the way the other way towards technology and remove all the fucking humans. Right. 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 Like, right. so, you know, those are both true, two tremendously successful family owned grocers here out of the Midwest, billion dollar companies, both of them, you know, multi-billion. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a reason that they kick the shit out of the fucking big chains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just walk that line uh, tactfully. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Use the technology where it makes sense, but don't remove the human element. Don't remove the amazing things that you, the tradition that's been there. Don't don't fuck with the culture, and blend it nice and easy. You know, a lot of people really love technology to the point where like they want to immerse themselves in it as much as possible. And like, bro, that's that's that that's not going to work. It consumes them. It it listen. Business is not just about X's and O's and dollars. It's about fucking people. That's a fact. Okay. And this person who's inheriting a third generation business, you need to be very careful to remember that. This is not about you raising the fucking top line sales 
This is not about anything. You could still grow with people. In fact, I believe that you can grow better with people if you become amazing leader. All right. So um, that's my take on that. Love it, man. Love it. Well, this guy's uh, our third and final question. Andy, question number three. I'm finding myself awakening to the bullshit of these life gurus, and I owe that to you. Um, but what is one piece of conventional advice that these gurus typically give out all the time that you 100% disagree with the most? Well, I think the entire attitude of self-care um, and kindness to yourself is completely misinterpreted. Mm. And I think that most of these people pander to the state that society is in right now, um, which is a very lazy, a very apathetic, a very much entitled state. And I saw a clip this morning from a friend of mine who, who's actually a legitimate business person um, who was talking about, you know, how crying in your Honda or smiling in your Honda is better than crying in your Ferrari. And while I agree with that, um, you know, I think it's important to recognize that a lot of these people are talking to the next generation of leaders, of go-getters, of hustlers, of grinders, builders that yeah. represent the next generation of American greatness. And I personally find it very irresponsible to make people feel okay being uh, less than what they could be. Mm. I think it's the job of people in my position um, to, to push people, to set the bar for people, to tell them the truth about what it takes to win. Because we have this perception in society about winning right now where people believe that, because we've gone so far away from it, people believe now that if they just show up for long enough and do the job long enough, they're going to fucking win. And that is not the case. You have to be great. You have to be better than the competitor. You have to be. That is the law of nature. If you are a fucking uh, lion and there a stronger lion comes around, you're going to lose to that lion. And that's no different in the business world. It's no different in the life world. So you should be pouring a lot of your energy, most of it day in and day out to becoming the best version of yourself. That way, when the time comes and you're called to the center of the fucking ring, yeah. you can at least do so respectfully and you can protect what you have. You could build more um, and you can survive. And that's a reality. And I see these, these bigger people pandering to the overall leftist mentality that is, you know, um, I'm just going to live and be happy. And like they value happiness in a way that is just unrealistic. You know, like you ain't ever going to be happy if you're always fucking struggling with every fucking thing you have. Right. Right. And like, dude, the reality of the world is very harsh. Um, it takes financial means to survive and to be happy. Otherwise you're constant anxiety. So there's a certain level of financial success that everyone should aspire to have. Now, I'm not saying everyone should aspire to be a billionaire because not everybody's built to, to handle the load that comes with that. Um, but things like that, you know, and then also things like the self fucking love shit, like I mentioned a minute ago, you know, that's totally misinterpreted. You know, we have, we have people 
on TV and on the internet who are 500 fucking pounds uh, dancing around. And, you know, all these people who are not 500 pounds are in the comments saying, beautiful. Oh, so amazing. So brave. So this, so that. When this person is literally at risk of dying, that's not kindness. And that's not self-love. Self-love is looking yourself in the mirror, giving an honest assessment of yourself, committing to the work that is going to be required to get yourself to a place that you do love, while at the same time exercising enough grace during that time to not like go fucking crazy and hate yourself. So there, you know, there's a lot of things that these guys say that I don't agree with. If I'm being honest, most of the shit they say I, I could find the contrary position in really fast. Um, and I believe in my position more than I believe in their position. And I guess that's natural for everybody. But when I take a 10,000 foot view and I compare my personal success in life and what I've been able to accomplish versus what some of these other dudes have accomplished, I feel very comfortable that I'm correct and they're not. So, um, you know, the amount of followers someone has or the amount of best-selling books they have, that does not dictate if they actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. Because really, if I wanted to sell a bestseller right now, which by the way, 75 Hearts sold more than a fucking million copies, okay? And I self-published that book. So it would automatically be a fucking bestseller. But the point is, um, and just wait till you hear the next one because it's way better. But anyhow, uh. The point I'm making is, is like, dude, we have to really evaluate, are these people marketing to us? Are they telling us what we want to hear so we like and share it and it makes us feel good in the moment? Or are they telling us the truth that may not feel comfortable right now, but allows us to make the changes that need to be made so that we can actually love ourselves? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, that's a big problem that I have. You know, there's, there's a lot of them. And if we, I believe these people have good intentions. I, for the most part. Um, but I also know that they know how to pander. Like, and, and for those of you that don't understand what I mean, look, we have a depressed, anxious, uh, you know, financially stressed um, mass populace right now. And like telling them, oh, it's okay, or it's this or it's that, or, you know, you should just chill and take care. And like, you sit in the bubble bath and self, like this whole thing that's all designed to get them to, you know, like share. But in reality, what should be said is like, hey, we're going to fucking lose the country. If you guys don't become excellent, if you don't learn to win, you motherfuckers that are 20 right now, when you're 40, there will be nothing. We need you fucking guys to come along and you girls to come along and create and build some amazing shit. You should have high standards. You should be working now for your future family. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. Actually produce. Yes. Yeah. And like, dude, you know, my message gets lost because I don't do that shit. And that's fine. Uh, I'm not for everyone. I've never been for everyone. Since 2012, I have fucking said in my Instagram profile. And then before that, not for everyone. It says it right there at the top. Right. I'm very aware of that. Yeah. You know, there's even companies that have now like taken that slope, like that, which is cool. All right. That's fine. But like, motherfucker, that's my shit. Right. All right. I originated that shit. I ain't for everyone. I ain't ever going to be for everyone. I'm for the fucking winners. And that's it. If you want to win, I'm for you. If, if you don't want to win and you want to go live a peaceful life, walking by the fucking lake, holding hands with some person that 
you think is your soulmate and you want to stress your whole life about everything else, don't listen to me because I'm going to make you very uncomfortable. I think a lot of that is just like giving people the permission to understand it's okay to raise your standards. Right? Not only is it okay, it's noble Mm. because the nobility of high standards and chasing high standards automatically ripple effects to your neighbor or to your friends or to your community or to your kids or to your significant other. It's a noble, noble, it's the most noble thing you could do as an American citizen is to set high standards for yourself and run after them like someone's fucking chasing you. Mm. That's it. That's the most noble thing you can do. And when you think about what can I do to fix this country, because that's what the hot topic is right now, that. Mm. Go build something, go create something, become a fucking a pillar of the company you're in or the organization you're in. Be the best leader possible for the three or four people you lead, for your family, for your friends. Like, bro, we need American excellence right now, mm-hmm. period. And, you know, some of these messages that these people put out just aren't with that. And I'm never going to bend the knee to that. Like, bro, the world needs fucking winners. There's tons of other podcasts for everybody else, but all the fucking winners, they come here for a fucking reason. And they have for a long time. And you go look at any of the testimonials of people who have been coached by us or listen to the show or listen to Ed Milet's show, they fucking win. Okay. And that's what I care about. So if you don't like it, I don't care. Look away. We're going to win here. Fuck yeah. Well, guys, Andy, that's three, man. Yeah. So go pay your fee, guys. Appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Does a no. Headshot. Case closed. Close.